Greetings, this is Emma Boda. Today is March 21st, 2022. The title of today's podcast is episode 72, The Solution to All Problems, The True Dichotomy. The problem with those who think everything is about love being the solution, and love is very important, is that they are only seeing a fraction of what is going on. Love does not bring equanimity or discernment. The concept of order itself is a deception. Chaos and order, that dichotomy, is a false dichotomy invented as a deception. There is only one true dichotomy. It is authenticity versus inauthenticity. Being truly who you are versus being deluded into a lesser version of yourself. When you remove the limits holding you back from being your true identity, you have no need for order because you are liberated and naturally operate in harmony with the universe. For such a person, there is no external authority with exception to whatever local laws exist. Liberation is freedom also from order and chaos. In D&D, they have lawful good, chaotic good, etc., etc. If you are liberated, you are none of these. Transcending order means that no external concept of order can interfere with who you are or what you do. What you do is naturally legal, however, and does not violate local laws, well, perhaps with some exceptions. There is only one true alignment. And that is the alignment that brings you to a fuller experience of your own authenticity, which is your truest self. Chaos and order in mathematics is one thing, but even in math, chaos has a kind of order. Just look at the beautiful fractals. If there is order even in chaos, then that is a proof, in a way, of its false dichotomy. Each individual is responsible for their own alignment. The power of your presence has a direct correlation to your proximity with your own authenticity. In other words, just be yourself. The problem becomes when something is preventing you from being yourself. For such a situation, certain empowered individuals can help clear the space for that to occur. And that is the purpose of the justification for power peace, which was the previous podcast, episode 71. And that concludes the written portion of today's podcast. And now we're just going to go into that a little deeper. Let's first cover love because I know that a lot of people are convinced that love is the answer to everything, to all the problems, that God is love and love is God. And obviously, love is extremely important, but it cannot give you equanimity. It cannot give you the power of discernment. So it's going to be a uniting force, of course. It feels wonderful, but it's not something that can give you all of the answers in terms of knowledge because love is an emanation of truth it has truth in it but in order to 
fully grasp everything, in my opinion, you need to be able to use the mind and have that interface with a form of divine inspiration, otherwise known as absolute truth. Now, when you experience that absolute truth, what is a bit of a head trip to get your mind around is that this ultimate power actually is the purest version of yourself. So what does that mean? Does that mean that you are God? Well, in a sense, there's God within you. And that noble nature, that ideal version of you, the closer you are with that ideal, the closer you become with the absolute. And why is that? Well, in mysticism, there's a concept of the macrocosm and the microcosm. So let's just go ahead and explain that for a second. The macrocosm would be the whole. That would be everything. And that includes other people and that includes your environment and that includes planets and universe and solar systems and the sun and all of that. And then it even goes beyond that into the astral planes and different other planes of existence. So that's the macrocosm. The microcosm is the individual. So in other words, as above, so below. That which exists inside of you is also the same in a sense of what exists outside of you. It's like you are a miniature version of this external or vice versa because everything is all relative. So the macrocosm is contained within the microcosm and the microcosm in turn is contained within the macrocosm. So that is something that's really hard to maybe wrap your mind around because obviously even if you look up at the sky, at the stars, it's countless stars, right? That's a near infinite amount of stars. There's more stars in the sky than there are grains of sand on earth. So obviously it's beyond the mind to comprehend. And so that is the limitation of the mind. You can't contain all of this information within the mind, at least the human mind. Who knows in terms of if you're able to upgrade the human mind into some sort of a cosmic mind through natural evolution, then maybe it could grasp that. But that's not the purpose of, of this podcast. So the solution to all problems is that when you recognize that you as an individual, as the microcosm, is in fact, you have everything within you, then you, you realize it's not about anything more than being yourself. Because when you are yourself, and I'm not talking about yourself with a small Y, the selfish self, the ignorant self, the deluded self. No, we're talking about the undiluted self. If you were to remove all limitations from your mind and remove the limiting concepts and beliefs that are ingrained within you, not only by yourself, but by society, by your family, by your friends, by your social activity, all through your life. And when you get beyond that, then the veil lifts. And you can start seeing things 
not the way you thought they were, but the way that they actually are. So it's about authenticity versus inauthenticity. And so what does that mean? Well, if you have an idea of who you are, automatically you're more than that idea. Whatever you think you are, you are more than that. And some people might be somewhat offended by that concept and be like, what do you mean? Are you trying to inflate everyone's ego to be the size of the universe? <laughs> and no, that's not what we're talking about at all. Have being arrogant and thinking, having an outsized idea of who you are or an overinflated idea of who you are. Okay. Yes, that would be narcissism. Okay. I completely agree with that. But let's set aside the concept of narcissism for a moment because this is actually a very humble perspective. And let me explain why it is humble. Because if you truly understand the immensity of who you are in its totality, then you would realize that everyone else is also awesome. That everyone else has this amazingness within them too. So you are not the only one. You're not more special than anybody else because it's just that everyone else doesn't realize yet how amazing, special, and wonderful th that they are because you are all awesome. Everyone is awesome. And so me thinking of myself as awesome would be nar narcissism if I didn't also think that everybody else is awesome or at least they have the potential to experience and and identify with that awesomeness that is within them. And so that's what we're talking about with authenticity versus inauthenticity because when you're coming from a place of authenticity there is no limits. And when you're coming from a place of inauthenticity then you have a superficial understanding of who you are. So let's just explain what is narcissism. Narcissism is an overinflated idea of self, but it's exclusionary. In other words, it's not applied universally. It's applied to themselves and their physical body and staring into the mirror and thinking how much better they are compared to everyone else. And that is also a form of arrogance. But coming from the proper perspective, you become more of a cheerleader than somebody that is narcissist. It's like you are wanting to inspire and help other people because you genuinely recognize the potential and the power that's inside of everybody. And so that's what we're talking about when I said earlier, there is only one true alignment and that is the alignment that brings you to a fuller experience of your own authenticity, your truest self, the self that has these good qualities, these noble characteristics, these virtues of love and inspiration and goodness and patience and all of the good things that 
are spoken of as the fruits of the Spirit in the Bible and other holy texts of the past have written about the positive qualities that are possible in human nature. And so when these positive qualities of human nature arise within you, that is your authenticity. It's not the other stuff. So a narcissist, for example, would have an inflated sense of self, and maybe they would overestimate their own abilities. Maybe they would think that they are more skilled at something than they really are. For example, you've probably seen on America's Got Talent or whatever about people who have an overinflated idea of their singing voice or their dancing abilities. And then when they get in front of the judges, they get laughed at and they get mocked and they leave the stage in a bit of shame. And that's not what we're talking about here at all. Just because you have this inner awesomeness within you, that doesn't mean that, oh, instantaneously you are an amazing singer or you're an amazing dancer or you have an amazing violin player. I mean, sure, you could say that you have that potential, that kernel within you that possibly if you work at it, you could bring out these talents. But authenticity is about seeing yourself for who you really are, to seeing your true potential and your true abilities. And it's less about what material aspects of your talents manifest in the world, but more about your inner qualities and your attitude towards life and the philosophy that you live by. It's not a shortcut. It's not saying, oh, I can be lazy now because I'm so powerful. I don't need to do anything and I can just kick back and live in a dream world that I am the most wonderful, amazing person. No, that's not the purpose here. It's because you have this potential within you that the more you get in, in contact with it and the more you also reach out and get inspired by a higher truth, an assertiveness will emerge within you that inspires you to make the effort required to fulfill what it is that you've been placed here on earth to do. And for many of you, or some of you, you may not feel like you have a certain mission or a certain purpose to life. And that is fine too. This is not about making judgments or saying that if somebody has a purpose that they're somehow superior than somebody who doesn't. But there are steps you could take if you want to discover a deeper or higher nature. And by pursuing lifting of limitations in your mind and your consciousness, that's going to be a lot more conducive for having the ideal self within you emerge. So in other words, it's about being yourself. And in today's day and age, it can be very confusing who you are because of all of the distractions that we have with technology and smartphones and games and movies and TV shows. It's like we can appreciate everybody else's story but our individual story and journey gets lost in that noise. And so then it becomes discernment in terms of deciding and understanding what about 
this is you. What about this is not you? And yes, you could take the perspective, well, everything is me. Well, if you say everything is me, well, that means the garbage is also you and the smelly underpants and diaper, dirty diapers are you. And <laughs> it, you eventually you kind of want to decide, okay, well, I would rather not be the parts that are stinky and I want to identify more with the parts that I like. And so that becomes your character and your personality and who you see yourself as. And that's not a bad thing. It's like when you are an individual and you're making these discernments, these d d distinctions in terms of who you want to be, who, wh what kind of person you want to be, what kind of person you don't want to be. I mean, yes, you can watch criminal psychology videos on YouTube and you can see some completely whacked out people who've done some crazy things. Does that mean that that is you and that's the kind of life that you're going to live for yourself? No. So in all of what we experience in our life experience, we do at some point need to decide what we are and what we are not. And the best way to decide that is through experience and not by conditioning yourself. So in other words, you're able to get to a place of equanimity where your mind is silent and you can feel the identity deep within you emerge naturally on its own that is not necessarily a reflection of your environment. That's not necessarily how others see you or what society wants you to be, but to have a level of independence whereby this character of who you are at heart is emerging in spite of the environment so that you are not letting your environment define you, but instead you're being defined by these inner experiences, these deeper meanings and higher purpose that you can receive directly from the highest place. And this level of stubbornness is actually a great thing to be able to say to the universe or not to the universe, but to, to your environment that you are not what defines me. I am what defines me. This deeper connection that you feel with nature, these deeper heart experiences, the, these direct inspirations, that is you. This is the deepest authentic version of you. And when you experience that, then that's when the next chapter can emerge within your life. That instead of being dependent upon your environment, you become a living embodiment of the definition of independence. This is Atma Bodha signing off. And again, if you want to connect on social media, you can visit divinity.com. You can find various links for various social media platforms. And if you do want to comment, uh, feel free to do so. And I will try to respond to the comments that I receive. Have a fantastic day.